Welcome to episode 184 of Flight Football and Anything Else. I'm Dave. I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? Better than most. Not as good as some. How are you? Wonderful. Like four deep already. So we'll see how this turns out. Tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow, gonna, tomorrow could be uh, tomorrow like could be interesting. But we'll, we'll worry about. It. <laughs> Sammy Hagar once said, "Don't worry about tomorrow. Shit, tomorrow may never come." There you go. Great words to live by. <laughs> all right, I so, don't see it hanging on the walls here at the North Studio, but all we'll right. See. So here, let me know if I'm missing anybody here, Dave. All right, Alex Grace, Blake Austin, Mike Klein, multiple times, Herb Waits, Ben Coughlin twice, Len from the Maple Grill, and George Drone, Drown, Drone, Drown, Drown, Drown. Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six. That's seven. Only one. Summerfield. Oh, Jim Summerfield. He was, yeah. Jim Summerfield was actually our first or second. I can't remember. I, I Alex, th- right. Alex was first, Jim was seventh. All right, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, three, six, seven, eight. Sorry, Jim, if I forgot you, but you did promise us a beer two years ago, and you never fucking brewed it, so fuck you. Anyway, <laughs> the reason I bring that up is because we have guest number nine tonight. It, and I will, I'm horrible with names. I've coached youth football for, and baseball many, many years. Many, many years. Always pride myself on remembering the kid's name by the end of the first week of practice. Never, ever, 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 ever remember parents' names. Right. In fact, um, Josh Crump, who's a friend of your son, Max, my son, Nick. Right. Uh, is his, his dad's name is Ben, right? Correct. But it, ben it, would it took, help on the sidelines occasionally. It took yeah. me probably until tenth, eleventh grade to figure that out, and I still don't know his wife or yeah, his wife's name. Okay, his, yeah, his yeah. wife's name. So, and, and, oh, it was the other. It was okay. Yeah, the, the other one that was divorced, but I still don't know her name, and right. I don't know. But hey, I didn't fucking coach the parents. I coached the kids. Right, but. And I'm going to turn that dehumidifier off here in a second. (laughs) But, yeah, just hit the power button. Guess number nine. This name, I'll never forget for two reasons. Number one, you meet somebody with the same first name as you, you're a complete, total fucking idiot if you can't remember your own name. Right. Number two, my youngest sister-in-law's first husband was also the name of our ninth guest on the flight football and anything else. And since you... The real, suspense is killing me, Mike, and he's really, sitting right here. I'm going to let you introduce him, Dave, since you've got the connection, you, you've got the tie-in, and uh, we'll go from there. All right. From Swan Valley, the class of 2007, all the way from... Where have you been? You've been California. You've been... Chicago. Chicago. Your favorite team, it looks like. Yeah, a little bear, in, bear fan. Lived in Avondale in Chicago, and uh, yeah, I'm back in back in Shields, where I seen you working <laughs> out at the Planet Fitness, and you're like, I gotta scoop up this guest right here, right? And you, you see me, the you see one me and on only for us. You're like this guy, I gotta <laughs> the get one him. and only up and coming stand up comedian Mike Ball. Oh, thank you, thank you for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's very nice, very nice intro. So, stand up co- comedy, I can make. You know, me and a couple of buddies, I can make them chuckle. Yeah. You know, we're, we're just sitting around hamming it up. And for all I know, they could be laughing at me. And I'm okay with that. But up there on the stage, that's got to be a lot of pressure. Because if you're just talking like, hey, you know, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it's, 
cricket, cricket, cricket. That's I mean, yeah, I think uh, in the beginning it's like that because you're just not that good when you first start out. But I've been doing it over a decade, so it's now it's like second hand to me. I just get on stage and go I do a lot of improv, uh, like some guitar uh, improv work and just make up songs. And I do a lot of crowd work, just talk to the audience. And it's it's not scary anymore just because I've done it a million times. But I can see that the first, oh my gosh, the first time I remember I got on a stage in Los Angeles, I remember it was this open mic at the Ha Ha Comedy Club in North Hollywood. And I remember getting up there and my I was like, these lights are brighter than I thought they were going to be. And I didn't have... I didn't have anything besides a Macho Man Randy Savage impression, which was like your favorite thing because you love wrestling. But uh, yeah, I was up there. I was just like, "Listen, your brother when you step into the ring with me," and like I was just going, I was just going ham, and I did great because everybody was like, "It's your first time, whatever, blah blah blah." And uh, and I like got off. I was like, "I'll be back, guys." And then like the second time I got up, like I waited at the open mic, and there was like thirty comics at the open mic, and I was dead last, and everybody left after my set. Besides two comics, and they were like talking to each other, and I was like on the stage, <laughs> like talking to myself, like you guys aren't listening to me, and they're like, "Yeah, this is open mic, dude. This is how it is." And you pretty much do like as many open mics as you can until you get like booked on a real show, and and then you like can get your feet wet and get real audiences, which is not which is better than oh, exactly. Right. I, so tell our listeners. Where they can find, I know you've got stuff on YouTube that I did check out, which, by the way, hey, be honest, how much flights football or anything about? I mean, I don't expect you to have listened to all 183 episodes. How yeah, I Dave, just, Dave just got with he, you on he Monday. Invited me, been he invited me yesterday, and I just went home. I'm like, let me listen to all 183 episodes before this, and I've been preparing for the podcast, you know, brushing up on my wrestling history, practicing my macho man, and, uh, Dave prepped me, said no Pepsi products in the ba- basement. So here I am with my rain, total body fuel, orange dreamsicle drink. And yeah, I mean, it's it's exciting to see you guys, especially you, Dave. I mean, we go way back. We I mean, do. Well, that's actually kind of fucking hurtful. I mean, well, good I to mean, see you too, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, I mean, we just met, but I, you got a good vibe about you. You look like you have fun. The, ba- the studio is pretty nice over here. It looks like... Uh, my my Bare, room when yeah. I was in eighth grade, but I like it. Hey, that I I I don't even know if I've made it to eighth grade yet. I'm still fifth to seventh grade level. Matur- <laughs> yeah. Maturity and everything. Other than other than the raising of the kids part, but my wife had the most to do with that. Not me. I'll give her most of the credit. But other than that, I'm still at the fifth to seventh grade mindset. You're doing I'm, pretty good. I'm and I'm going to live to be 106 years old. You know he, he he's made it in life. He's got a a. a a dispenser of beer over here. It looks like a, you well, put a quarter in it and you pop uh, out a beer. That's nice. As one of you our dartboard and a as one of our faithful listeners, as one of our faithful listeners would say, that uh, vending machine that you referred to is actually just a glorified hat rack because it does not work. It does have no beer in it. <laughs> it has nothing because it doesn't vend. It, it was the greatest gift ever that my wife got me probably in the first five years of our marriage. And it, it kept shit cold. You pushed the button. It came down. It was the greatest fucking thing ever. Took a shit. Even our great cooler department at Coca-Cola cannot fix it. 
and he recommended I put it to the curb, but I just can't let it go because it, no, it's such a thing. Let, don't <laughs> ever let go, Mike. No. And and this is the thing for your faithful listeners out there is like, hey, if you like what Mike's doing here, send him a new cooler. Get him going, <laughs> dude. He can get a dollar every time Dave comes to the basement, start charging Dave for the beers that he's drinking. And uh, Don't uh, shut up. <laughs> shut you, you'd be you'd be making some don't, some money dude. don't give him any ideas all right so but anyway yeah. I, I i gotta digress a little bit because we're already minutes into the podcast we haven't even talked about what we're talking about on this podcast which is beer so first tasting of the night from oliphant brewing company called honey's honey's i would assume it's along from the what was that tommy james and the Shondell. Uh, honey, honey. 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 Oh, sure. I, I would assume that's what it was about. This is a peanut butter and honey golden ale, five point six percent, zero IBUs. So, hmm. without further ado, we gotta we gotta crack this bad boy and get this started. All right. And um, Mike is the the ninth guest, but the only one of the ninth that has not participated. Yeah, true. So. True, true, true. All right, so um, we're going personal hard- just so people know. Yeah, <laughs> like, I thought this guy was sober. They're like, listen, they're like, he's been telling me I'm he's been sober for seven years. What are you doing, drinking on a podcast? That's right. Mike generally looks like he's he's been drinking, so it's okay. Anyway, um, that was a rim shot, but it wasn't good enough to hit the button. So what are you in it? There you go. Are you in the? Yeah, you're yeah, in yeah. the you're in the Hard Rock fiftieth uh, Dennis. I'm in the Hard Rock fiftieth Edinburgh. By the way, <clears throat> oh, the Brew Dog Hotel, yes, Edinburgh. God, that that's almost like we planned. Cheers, that. cheers. Got a peanut butter smell on the note. Got to shake mine up a little bit to get a little bit of it, but maybe my sniffer's not working today. Oh, that's that's actually exactly what it says: peanut butter and honey golden ale. More more peanut butter than honey golden ale. Um, oh shit, that might be too rich by the time we get to the bottom of well, this. It's a 16 ounce can, but we'll power through it, Dave. All right, so <laughs> jog it. <laughs> All right, let me get my phone here. Pardon the static. We're going to cover off on some of the. Hmm. All right, so Mike, do you watch any TV? Uh, uh watch a little bit of Netflix. Actually, are you like you into movies? Oh yeah, is any, that what you do? Yeah, any, uh, anything and everything. I'll give your podcast listeners the greatest tip of their lifetime. If you love movies, go to Imagine Theaters on Tuesday, and you can get free popcorn and five dollar tickets for movies that've been in the theaters for over two weeks. Which the, one is Imagine Theaters? Uh, they got one in Saginaw. And they got one in Bertrand. But so, which one on the second? Which is the one on the new the Ma- one? The new one. Oh, the new one. Is yeah, by Myers. Okay. Yeah, that's the deal of a lifetime. You're looking for a date. You, if you're sitting at home and you got a new girl and you're like, hey, I'm not sure if it's gonna work out. You don't want to spend that big Applebee's money. Go take her down for a five dollar <laughs> tickets at Imagine Theater. And this ain't sponsored by Imagine, but I go there every Tuesday and I have free popcorn, free medium popcorn, dollar upgrades. If you want a bigger size, you can't beat it. No. I- yeah. What, what if you miscalculate though, and you're you're trying to impress your honey? <laughs> you only have twelve dollars. No, you're you're, like, oh, shit. <laughs> no, you're, no, you're trying to impress your honey, and you get there, and you, you're going to see like Joyride, and which is the flick that I want to see. It's a uh, Seth Rogen deal, and you get there, and they say, "Well, this movie's only been out ten days." 
And now you're like, uh, I'm out, I'm now out. you're paying seven dollars. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's still only seven bucks for the for the new one. But uh, yeah, and I feel you if you're on a tight schedule or tight tight budget. I mean, yeah. But maybe you save up for two weeks. And you know, you know? I'm a big spender. You know, I, that's how much I love my wife. I'll go. I'll go to. She must be listening. I'll go to the seven dollar. <laughs> I'll go to the seven dollar movie. She's listening right now. She is. <laughs> she is. All right, and there, there's a, there's a perfect segue in this here, Dave. Mm-hmm. So, what we have last week's Mount Rushmore was your favorite Seinfeld episode. Excluding the soup Nazi, and the only disclaimer I put it, I I wanted to make the fucking listeners work. I didn't want. Hey, remember the one that was about this, that, and the other thing? Yeah, no, I don't remember. Yeah, I remember, but what was it called? So I wanted them to look it up. So our top feedback was Eric Wally from Two Weeks Corner, by the way, who does our intro and ex- exit music. Uh, the comeback, the Jimmy. The Cadillac, The Invitations, Honorable Mention, The Virgin, The Handicap Spot, and The Pen. Jamie Windy, who produced our logo of our shirts, shirts that Dave gave you, and is like probably 74 episodes behind, but nonetheless, she's a listener. <laughs> She'll get to us one day. <laughs> yeah. So the Marine Biologist, The Voice, The Burning, The Heart Attack, op- uh, the Honorable Mention was The Wallet. My wallet's gone. Uh, my wife put the strike, which is Festivus, the Festivus episode, the Muffin Tops, which is the Jay Peterman tour, Ser- the Serenity oh, yeah. Now, the Merv Griffin show, Tammy Webb, who I know doesn't listen to this pod, but must have saw the post on Facebook, the contest, the Junior Mint, the Hamptons, the Fix Up, Brandon Karst, the Blood, the contest, the Strike, the Chicken Roaster. So, yeah. So thanks. To all of those listeners who responded on our Facebook post, Dave and I probably won't do this because we have done this already on episode. So, <laughs> we you're a stand- <laughs> you're, no, you're stand-up comic. Obviously, somebody must have influenced you to get into comedy. Who would be your Mount Rushmore of stand-up comedians? Oh, man. That's tough. That's tough. Um. Well, I mean... So, com- I think it, it started with comedic actors, like when I was younger. So, I, I was a big fan of Jim Carrey and Adam Sandler. And then, uh, when I got into high school, uh, Dane Cook came out and he took over. And I remember he came out with this uh, album when he was talking about the BK Lounge. He was talking about Burger King. And all my friends worked at Burger King. And it was, like, crazy because every single one of my friends worked at Burger King. And he's just talking about having coops and then people talking in the loudspeaker way too much. And we would all gather around, listen to the album. And it was hilarious to us because it was like, Oh, we lived the BK life. You know, we knew exactly what this guy's talking about. So after him, um, my first, this is actually how I got into comedy. So, uh, I was promoting for the shook and Saginaw. I was doing crazy country nights on Thursday with Mike Perry out there. And he's like, telling me, he's like, you're not going to make a lot of money doing this, but you're going to learn a lot. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I didn't make a lot of money doing it because I think he paid me like a dollar a person I got there. And uh, I remember seeing that Ralphie May was coming to town on Facebook. And he, he just got second place on Last Comic Standing. He's hilarious. Yes. I've seen his clips online. And I see that um, I see that there's nobody invited to his event. 
and I was work, I was promoting. So I was like, I was adding people to events for my crazy country night. And so I had a, a list of like 5,000 people I could add. So I hit him up, hit up the promoter, um, who, uh, started like the Flint Firebirds and he, his name's Costa. And I said, Hey, I'll add 5,000 people to your event. If you give me four free tickets. And, um, he goes, Oh, for sure. So next thing I know, I added those up and he has me putting up posters, handing out flyers. I'm just like promoting the show. Like it was my own. I'm doing it just basically for the four free tickets and, you know, just excited to see Ralphie May. And I go there and I bring this, I bring this chick, uh, with one of my tickets and I gave the other one to my dad and his, uh, girlfriend. And I remember that Ralphie May at the very end was. So your uh, dad separated, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. We, we, we didn't want to throw him under the bus. Yeah. Yeah. The bus. <laughs> he's, he's not going to, he's not going to get in trouble. I do have a story about him getting in trouble, but, uh, but that's an, another day. So, I'm sitting there with this girl that I've been trying to hook up with forever. I always thought she was awesome. And at the very end of the night, Ralphie May said, you see the man who brought you here? He paid for these expensive tickets, bought you dinner, paid for the parking, got these expensive beers. You at least give this guy a blowjob tonight. And like the whole crowd laughs, you know, ah, and I hooked up with that girl for the first and last time ever. And, uh, I was like, wow. I was like, comedy became real to me. I was like, you know what I mean? Like, like it was, it was a right. real thing. You know, I was like, it wasn't just on television. It wasn't just in Los Angeles. It was in front of me where I was like, this can ha- this could be a real thing. So at like that moment, like the, the seed was planted and, um, literally. Yeah. This, well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, so I'm like sitting there and unfortunately my, my dad passes away. So he didn't get in trouble for, for the girlfriend thing, but I got another, you probably, I don't know if you actually, my dad's dead too. So we're, we're all, yeah, good. We're, we're all good there. <laughs> same name. So same, you remember, you remember father. PJ Pocock or no? I remember the name. Okay. So we had the kid PJ Pocock, right? And he was always, he was like, like wrong place, wrong time all the time. So wrong my, place, PJ, yeah, wrong place, PJ. So my dad's sitting there with, two girls that came over after school with me and they're like, they look like they love my dad. They're like, Oh, uh, Mike's dad. So like sitting on my dad's lap, my dad has the biggest cheesiest smile on ever. Right. He's taking a picture with these two cute girls, you know, he's just laughing. And, uh, and PJ posted that to the internet. Oh, his girlfriend was pissed, dude. PJ. So he did get in trouble. But anyways, anyways, my dad passed away. I'm like, Oh shit. Life's not guaranteed. I better go out to, uh, I better follow my dream. So I went to LA. I stayed on Matt Whitlock's uh, couch. I'm not sure if you know who he is, but he went to Swan Valley. Yeah. And uh, he hooked me up with a job interning for Pauly Shore. And I was just interning for Pauly Shore, like right before I even was doing comedy. And like, I told him I want to be a comic. He's like, I want to see your act. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm just getting it ready for you. I had fucking nothing. You know what (laughs) I mean? Like I didn't have a joke written yet. And I mean, that's pretty much how it got started so i guess yeah. to make your to make the i don't know i think for the mount rushmore to make the the answer i think ralphie may because i mean he's such an influence on me uh for like stand-up base because i mean shout out um shout out to um jim carrey and adam sandler but for stand-ups i would say george carlin uh louis ck even though he got canceled he's i think he's back he's i mean he got canceled, but you, there's right. no denying that he's one of the fun, best comedians ever. He, was, he may not be the best person, but he's one of the best comedians. So George Carlin, Louis C.K., who is probably a descendant of George Carlin in a way on his style, because George Carlin was known to write every yes. hour, like a new hour every year. And 
Um, and that's kind of what Louis C.K. seen him doing that and was like, that's how I'm going to do it. So he like kind of like got better quicker because he just kept throwing away his material mm-hmm. and, and right. redoing it. Um, so Louis C.K., uh, George Carlin, Richard Pryor, uh, obviously Richard Pryor is a like, pioneer of all stand-up comedy. Then I said Ralphie May. Um, there's so many good. I mean, there's so many good ones. Dave Chappelle, uh, obviously. What about Delaney? I, he's not. I, he, Delaney? He, he, is it Delaney? No, not Delaney. Yeah. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. No, that's uh, not maybe his Mulvaney. Last name. Mulvaney. John Mulvaney. Because Delaney's Mulaney? an actor. John Mulaney. Yeah. Jo- John Mulvaney. Yeah, Mulaney. He's a, or like, Mulaney. It'll or be, Mul- be my my luck. It'll be like. I'm like he's not in it. This is the only. He's only. He's like, oh, who is this Mike boy? Like, listen to this podcast. <laughs> he's like, what? I'm not in it. Uh, but no, he's not in the. He's not. Who's John Mulvaney? Hey, he's a he's a good comic. Yeah. No uh, relation to Dylan, right? No, he's like a like a, this guy's. Uh, I think Mulvaney actually wrote for uh, SNL for a while. Yeah, and he's a he's a he's a popular comic. People like him. But, I mean, McKenna likes him. That's that's uh, her favorite. All right. So anyway, date ends. You, you you get to you, get, you like, let me talk about this. So we yeah. you, so you get back to the house and say, hey, you heard what Ralphie said, right? Yeah, well, you did lose that line. I, I didn't. I didn't even use that line. It just happened. Okay, it just happened. Well, they're fair and enough. It was just she, like it was she, organic. But Ralphie planted the seed. You know? it, oh, absolutely, their, like, he did. Sometimes in life, right. that's what you got to do. He's got to drop these little hints. You know, that's what we're saying. We're gonna get you a new freaking cooler in here. That's what we're, we're dropping. Vendor, vendor. I don't need vending a cooler. Machine. That's a vendor uh, machine. I mean, whatever. Yeah, you know? So. Yeah. We um, need a real vending machine. You mean what? You're in the comedy scene, if it were, as it were. Whatever happened to Dane Cook? So he, he had his like 20 minutes of fame, and he was he's more of a storyteller, right? Than a, you know what? I'm the so my my jokes are like, hey, what do you call a kid with no arms, no legs, and an eye patch? Names. Boom. Yeah. That's my humor. That's what I like. Feel free to use that in your next bit. Yeah. <laughs> if you want. That one's going in. <laughs> no, nobody can see that face. Uh, yeah. But so, so uh, my buddy John. So I went back out to. So I was running a lawn service, and I'd cut. I'd cut That's grass. Funny. I'd cut grass all summer, and then go to Los Angeles in the winter and try to go as much as I can. And I was staying on my buddy John Campanelli's couch, and he was opening up for Dane. I remember um, it was just right around the Super Bowl, and he goes, "Hey man, you want to go to Dane's house to watch the Super Bowl?" And I'm like, uh, let me check my calendar here and see if I if I'm gonna do this. I'm like, yeah, of course. So I'm calling everybody back because I'm still doing open mics in Michigan. And I'm out here. I'm like, I'm about to make it. You know, I'm going to Dane Cook's house. And I'm like, so we go to Dane Cook's house. I'm like, what the? You know, this is crazy. We go all the way up the Hollywood Hills. It's those like metal doors. They open like freaking like Men in Black. <laughs> you look back over the whole town, the whole all of Los Angeles is there. Yeah. And you're like, what the heck? And he was actually super nice. He had uh, made us macaroni and cheese and some filet mignons. And, well, uh, well, at least he threw the filet in there because macaroni and cheese. That's <laughs> yeah. kind of a downer. I was like, oh, that's a disappointment. <laughs> yeah. oh, and it was like, it, he had like, like the nicest house ever. You like see his office. had like all of his, all of his like achievement, all of his like platinum albums and stuff like that. You're like, oh, this is crazy. I was like, oh, you know, you like grow up watching him. You know what I mean? But I think that that amount of success is is probably unsustainable. You can't be that big forever. You know what I mean? It's like kind of one of those things you get there to the top and then there's nowhere else to go. You know, that's right. kind of like... got to branch out a little bit like a lot of people have. Like I was watching Snoop but today. But he hasn't branched out anywhere. I've, I haven't heard his name in 15 years. Well, that's what, that's what basically what he's saying, well, I think, is like because 
Because David? he he didn't branch out into something else, whether it be acting, movies, TV. But he has movies. He did um he did uh Employee of the Month and Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm and not waiting saying... and yeah. like, nah, in, and he and he's in other like he was the he was in uh cars. Yeah. He was like the truck and cars. <laughs> I think that's true. The, the animation thing? Yeah, yeah, so, okay. Yeah. So, or no, he maybe he's a plant, I forget. So I he's forget a voiceover like, then. Yeah, but yeah. he's still working. He's working all the time because people want to see him and he's still putting up albums, but it's just He's, it's just not at the the level of what it was, and I think it's like, like I mean, that's what happened. To Louis C.K. got to the top, fell off. Kevin Hart to the top. You know, I haven't heard anything from Kevin Hart in a minute, and I mean, but it's just some ads for the Pink uh, Duck gets it. The Pink Duck was that that's the DraftKings commercial. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The Pink Duck gets it. So much, he's doing Jumanji, you know. what I mean, like yeah, the, Kevin Hart. Yeah, 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 that was a bad example of saying Kevin Hart's fall off because Kevin, I I see Kevin Hart everywhere I turn. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's I think he was at Meyer Grasha. He was at what? <laughs> Meyer Grasha? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Who knows? But it's just I think that's just tough to to sustain that amount of success, like. Because I mean, he, I mean, he was selling out Madison Square Garden. Oh, and for doing sure. All that. Oh, and yeah, and he. But like I said, he's more of a storyteller. Yeah. And we're gonna in the second segment, we're gonna get into more of your uh, comedy because I've watched some of it on YouTube, and we'll, you you can plug that second segment. But like like uh, Jesselneck. Yeah, he's a dark comic. Yes. Yeah, I like Jesselneck too. He's got. A, him and um like Daniel Tosh, they got like a Tosh, where uh, where the fuck has Tosh been? Tosh is amazing. Yeah, he's Tosh, great. Tosh is he's on, utterly he's amazing. On Comedy Central every day. <laughs> I, mean, I think they just do Tosh point oh re reruns. Well, yeah, reruns. Well, he nobody is, watches. He, nobody watches TV no more. You know, for the most part. I begged to differ. What do you watch on TV? Uh, well, this past week, so that's usually how we <laughs> you're, old, you're, you're like the last viewer. Uh, They're no, like, who's watching this? It's just Mike in his Apple, basement with his two TVs. Apple TV, without TV doesn't even work. So that's <laughs> Wait, you're we, watching Apple I mean, TV. it actually works, but nothing's hooked up to it, so I can't view anything. Yeah, Apple TV, that's TV. Fuck, it's on my TV. I don't but it's not a, like TV TV. Well, yeah, nobody fucking watches regular yeah, TV that's what I'm News saying. 5. That's my I'm point. not that fucking old. You, we're not watching <laughs> News 5. That's yeah, no, nobody's watching News 5. That's why that one fucking sports guy got out of town. Well, you heard about Dave Bondi, right? Dave Bondi from no. Fox 66. He quit all. He said, I'm not working for the man no more. He's on Twitter doing his own stories. He's doing right. his own stories, getting subscriptions. That sounds like a bad business move on his nah, part. No, no, I think Who's legacy media. I would. Who? This is we're, this is the media now, dude. In the basement, bro. We're bringing the the, <laughs> oh, the David, futures here, Dave dude. And I, Dave and I can't fucking spend the money we make off this podcast <laughs> fast enough. We <laughs> got to get rid of it. Or we're going to be in a higher tax bracket. We just oh, get rid of it. Donate to this charity and that charity and this charity, but if you guys, the viewers at home, man, it's just there's just money everywhere, stacked <laughs> oh, everywhere. It's everywhere. That's why we won't go YouTube because there's too much he, fucking money around. And he won't freaking, <laughs> he won't get a new vending machine. He just has all this money. He won't spend on the vending machine. Maybe that's where the fucking money's stored. You ever think of that? Yeah, I think that's probably <laughs> nobody would ever guess where yeah. the money's at. <laughs> that's where. That's it's why at. the vendor's there. All right, Dave. I think it's time to rate this. We uh, got a lot of other questions to ask, Mike. <laughs> Segment two. I like th- I like this. It says you get drunker as the show goes, and it just gets better and goes every I did, way. I, yeah. and then, well, that's the ultimate goal. <laughs> that is the ultimate goal. There have been there have been episodes of this podcast where I have not even be able to recollect my own name. I remember yours because <laughs> your name is the same as mine. All right. If you like peanut butter, if you like pina colada. Uh. That's close to peanut butter. <laughs> if you like peanut butter, 
You will love Honey Honeys, or H-O-N-E-E-S, H-O-N-E-E-S. A little rich for my blood. I'm going 333. Wow. Out of what? Just being a little rich. Oh, sorry, Mike. We go we go a, a 0.00 to 5.00 well, scale. It's real art. It's real professional, real dialed in, yeah, real. I like that. Yeah. What you So it, you went down uh 67 tenths like over half a point just because it was too rich yes oh okay i mean it's very rich this this is like eating a repetitive non-ending peanut butter sandwich it's, doing, it's like doing a podcast <laughs> in terms <laughs> in terms of a dessert beer i this is fantastic so and i love peanut butter so i had it at 4.0 all right Ooh, yeah, nice. wow that's excessive but okay hey that's why the beauty of this pod, Mike, is that we're entitled to our own opinion. Yeah, and then the viewers at home, they got to figure out if they're a Mike guy or a Dave guy. You know what I mean? Like, and they would I... technically be, technically be listeners, but that's okay. That's besides what the point. What did I say? Viewers. viewers. Oh, yeah. Viewer? I mean, yeah. You won't and they're all Team Mike because Team Mike's the idiot that everybody laughs at. Oh, that'd be crazy if you guys got I didn't say up. I didn't say laughs with. Yeah. I said they just laugh at me, but I'm good with that. I'm comfortable with my own I don't skin. think I can let you take all the credit for that because when I can't remember my own name on some of these pods, I think I'm getting laughed at. Oh, yeah, that'll be proven later on when we yeah. get to a, a, a standard episode. Anyway, our fine folks at Untapped, right in between us, almost not exactly right in between, but sort of, 6.8 thousand listeners or check-ins. Fuck, I wish all 6.8 thousand of them listened to this fucking podcast. Those 6.8 thousand rated Honey Honeys from Oliphant Brewing at 3.87. So liked it more than me, a little less than you, Dave. Sounds like that's about right. That's about the average right there. I think you guys are on. So, Mike, let me ask you. Have you been to the Maple Grill? I have. What'd you think? It was delicious. Honestly, sincerely. And and the atmosphere was splendid. Yeah. It was a nice place. You're not just saying that. I'm saying. I don't have a gun to your head or I'm not like. After you go to the movie or before you go to the movies for the, at the Imagine Theaters, take your girl out to the Maple Grill where you can get yourself stuffed with some delicious burgers and pizza. I mean, it's a, I mean, that place is something special. It's unique. It's, there's not anything like it, you know, you know, you can go to all the different places in the world, but there's not another Maple Grill. I mean, that's the only one I know of. I don't. I don't need to say anything else. That's it. Just before you do go to the Maple Grill, though, you got to check out the website. Make sure you do that. Make sure you see what's on the menu and what's on tap. But it's the MapleGrill.net. G R I L L E dot net. And there you go. All right, second tasting, Dave, from the variety pack from Evil Genius. We we've got. I said what I said. It is a key lime margarita sour at 5% ABV, zero IBUs. This blonde ale has been fermented with a special hybrid sour yeast for the perfect level of acidic tartness. And then, and I can't read it anymore because my eyes are too bad. I don't even know where you are. Oh, yeah. Acidic tartness <laughs> and then dosed. With natural margarita flavor. No blender required. All right, well, let's go. I don't know why every time I see the Evil Genius, uh, the brand, the logo, I think of the Wile E. Coyote. The one Wile E. Coyote uh, cartoon where he actually spoke. 
Wiley Coyote. Super genius. Is that what he said? Yeah. I don't remember that episode, but all I'm smelling is tequila here on this fucking note. Yes, sir. If you want to get some uh, Cuervo, which is some cheap tequila, but nonetheless tequila. We'll see if Mike makes it upstairs today. He's feeling good. Uh Uh-oh, that's dangerous over top of the equipment. Cheers. Cheers. Highly trained professional, Dave, although I did break my uh, Hard Rock Edinburgh glass. That's unfortunate. You'll have to go back. All right, before ooh, damn, it's tart, but it, damn, it, it smelt tequila on the note, but the taste is just lime tartness. Yeah, super like 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 yeah, like lime lime it flavored lost sweet tequila. Tart. So what we needed we need to drink. I said what I said and do te- tequila shots. Sure, as we drink this is sure. what we should do. And that so look for us at our two hundredth uh, episode reunion. And we will do I Said What I Said, followed by tequila shots. Sure. Let's do all it. Right. So, all right. I know the listeners, Mike, I know you've done uh, some wrestling impersonations, but I promised the listeners I was going to give AEW front forbidden door predictions. AEW forbidden doors, pay-per-view. Forbidden door? Yeah. Was that a butt <laughs> stuff joke? What is that? Yeah. <laughs> Well, with with AEW, a lot of these matches will turn into butt joke stuff. <laughs> AEW Forbidden Door, there's 11 matches. I'm not going to preview all 11 matches, only almost just over half of them because you can't get half of 11 matches because a lot of the matches are just like so ridiculously stupid. It's amazing. Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay. Unless Will Ospreay's coming full-time to AEW, there's no way they're going to give... Yeah, they're not going to give him the nod. Because Kenny Omega's champion. Here's my one sleeper pick. And I'm sure my brother-in-law, Aaron, from No DQ, and my sister will disagree with me on this. Brian Danielson versus Kajuka Okada. Mm -hmm. I'm going with Okada. Simply because it looks like Brian Danielson is looking just to put people over. He doesn't wrestle all the time. So I'm. That's my sleeper pick. MJF versus Hiroshida Tanasha. Very good, excellent. MJF's going to win that. There's no fucking way they have a guy that's not even with the company. Kind of sort of affiliated with New Japan Wrestling, but there's no way he's there. He's going to be Maxwell Jacob Freeman, arguably the best wrestler on the mat and on the mic today. If that happens, I will no longer better than but, Seth freaking Rollins in AEW. Oh. Uh, MGF is probably better. He, yes, I'm oh. gonna say it. All right. Um, and there's there's just no way they're gonna have him fucking lose the bell on this pay per view. If there is, this will be the last AEW update. CM Punk versus Satoshi Kojima. Man, fucking CM Punk just came back after nine months off. No fucking way in the world he loses. CM Punk wins the match. Orange Cassidy versus Zack Sabre Jr. versus Shibata. Not the Brad either. He's a wrestler, Shibata. Versus Daniel Garcia. Tony Khan loves Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy is a male cheerleader who does nice flips and flops, but he's not a fucking wrestler. But Tony Khan loves him, so he'll fucking win his title. 
Tony Storm versus Willow Nightingale. No way they can fucking take the belt off. They can't take the strap off Tony Storm this quick, can they, Mike? No fucking <laughs> way. All right, and then we have uh, Serata versus Jungle Boy. Serata's the champion. They, they're bound and determined to make Jungle Boy Jack Perry a star. He's a loser. He's a non-wrestler. He sucks. I'm going to say he's going to win the match, get the belt. And by the way, Dave knows because I've told him, Mike, in case you don't know, Jungle Boy Jack Perry is Luke Perry's son. From really? Wow. And then the one the one match that I will not even dignify with his response is BC, the Black the BCC plus two versus the Elite plus two. The BBC, dude? B, yeah, no, not the BBC, <laughs> the BCC. Plus two Whoa. versus the Elite plus two is going to turn into an altar clusterfuck. And, <laughs> the BBC's bringing the clusterfuck. And it's dude. just, I won't even, that match is such a yeah. joke, I won't even compliment. But anyway, last Saturday night, AEW debuted Collision on Saturday night, one of the best wrestling Wrestling. I yep, we got you. <laughs> Program. Yeah. Yeah. That has come out. Really? No shits and giggles, no fucking tumbling and flips and flops and this, that, and the other thing. If they stick to it, AEW collision has a chant. And then last night I'm watching AEW Dynamite and it turned into just one gigantic fucking cluster fuck. Just silliness, and it just so dynamite is ridiculous. But collision, if they stick with it, they're, they're just it was wrestling matches, no fucking funny business. It was wrestling, okay. And lastly, on the wrestling, because I forgot to say, what about Tuesday? That's what I have to okay. say. All right, Seth Rollins versus Braun Breaker, very good match. It was exactly like I said it would. Seth, they wanted to see what Braun could do with Seth, yeah, and couple hiccups during the match you could see some misses i that's just attributed to those two guys not working together right and that's why they put braun in the ring with seth to get him better at that and i can see why you watch this a little bit because this is where i said you're going to be really proud of me mike yes i did my homework i watched a bit of this did you, did yeah. you did, now did you watch said, NXT or did you watch that match? NXT, I, 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 I watched recorded, the I watched the I watched that match. Okay, because I recorded NXT and fast forwarded the entire show until Seth versus Ron. Okay. So when Seth, you know, basically he he did a he did a double something on him, yeah. laid him out on the commentator's yes, table. Yeah. He's got to be jumping from, by the time he jumped off the ropes, he's got to be at 12 feet in the air. Minimum. <laughs> and and if, he lands if, if on Mike, this guy if on Mike the and table. I or you and I or you and Mike would have done that, somebody was going to be hurt. That's, that's why everybody laughs at wrestling. But when you fucking see that and you see it done properly, you say, okay, well, I can't fucking I'm not that. jumping off of a 12-foot ladder into a pool. I don't think. I mean, do you know what I mean? Right. I don't. So anyway, yeah. That, I mean, I, I can see where some of that is. That is pretty amazing, and how athletic they have to be in order to pull that shit off. Yes. Yeah. Right. But okay. here's, I got a couple questions yeah. for you, Mike. Right. But em. you didn't see the whole thing you just said. No. Okay. A couple things happened, but you, I can still get your opinion. 
So in the Dana Brooke versus Cora Jade, right? Yep. So Dana Brooke hurt her knee. She's right. crawling around, yeah. crawling around, you know? And uh, so Cora ended up getting her. I don't know what the move is, but she's basically sitting on her butt facing the opposite way of Dana's head, the way she, and she's cranking her leg back. Now, just from a standpoint of how hard she was cranking, I'm like, Jesus Christ, she's going to snap her hip. I, I was honestly like a little impressed on either the flexibility or there was some actual, some actual pain involved, but the referee called the match. How often do you see that? There wasn't a tap out Dana or yeah, Dana wasn't going to tap out. So the referee just says, nope, 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 nope. We're not doing this anymore. And called it. That's bad booking. Okay. It's just, that's just a way to save face for the one wrestler of the two. That is that way. They don't get a loss. Bad booking. All right. Question number two. Yes. Ronda Rousey. Okay. Ex MMA fighter. Yes. Right. What's up with the makeup? That's part of the gimmick her and Shayna Baszler have. And Shayna Baszler is arguably, Shayna, I know you're listening to this pod because we reach millions and millions of listeners, but you have got to be one of the ugliest people I've ever seen in my life. Millions <laughs> and millions. <laughs> there we go. The rocks are now. We have the rock in the house. And Shayna ba and those two are a tag team. Yeah, okay. And they're just meshing. And Shayna Baszler has arguably, and again, I say that with all due respect and love and tenderness, Shayna Baszler is the ugliest person on the planet. So Shayna's basically like, bitch, you're wearing makeup. Yes. Ron is like, oh, God dang, okay. And Ron, Ron has no mic skills whatsoever and all right. whatever. Okay, last question. All right. How is Tiffany Stratton not on your top list? I mean, Trish Stratus? Is it Stratus or Stratton? Stratus. Tiffany. Trish. Trish. Tr I don't know. Trish Tiffany Stratus. Yeah. I'll have to look it up. No, this is Tiffany. I'm pretty. It's different. I don't know who I'll Tiffany Stratton is. Okay. Well, Tiffany Stratton is the NXT champion. She's, oh, she's yeah. Got, okay. You're right. She's got okay. the belt. I don't know who that is. Okay. I, I've never seen a wrestler. Okay. Because I've never watched NXT other than Seth the right. Brown Breaker. Okay. Right. So, in any event. I, and I was the other last thing is I was just really surprised. I wanted to see how many of the old school people that I would recognize. So I'm scrolling and I'm oh, scrolling I'm and I'm scrolling. You don't know who Tiffany Stratton is. Oh, <laughs> boy. Is that what I'm? But she must not wrestle because uh, she must not wrestle. I watched her wrestle. It's a little pixelated, but all right. But she's no Rhea Ripley. She's not. <laughs> you, Rhea... you wouldn't let her put you in a headlock or what? <laughs> well, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> in, in any Ripley, event. believe it or not, dude. So, Real Ripley, Google Real Ripley while you're looking. I did have I did have one big laugh though. I was watching and um, Tiffany Stratton got into the ring when Thea Hales was with uh, the Chase University or something. Oh, that that see that's that gimmick is stupid. Okay, well, Chase University. <laughs> okay, well she was in the ring and she had just she had just won a match or something like that. And apparently she's going up against Tiffany at NXT at some point here in the near future. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, let me just tell you. <laughs> Rhea looks like she probably beat Tiffany in a match. I mean, just by looking at her guns. Oh, this girl's got the guns like no oh, other. She looks like a smoke show, bro. Emo freaking <laughs> oh, smoke show. Emo freaking bouncer at the, the guy. Oh, yeah. Dude, oh, yeah. She's big, but if we're just doing, I, I don't know. I'm just judging them on how hot they are. I think Tiffany's way hotter. 
That's a different kind of sexy. She could That's cr- a different kind of sexy. She's going to strap you on, bro. You're going to be doing the backdoor challenge on that one. But uh, I got going back to this. I had to laugh. <laughs> going back to this. <laughs> I just, I don't want to look at those biceps anymore. It makes me jealous. Uh, Thea's in the ring and Tiffany said, if you think you're going to beat me next week, you're the dumbest person in this whole arena. And Thea's comeback was, what? I got all A's in high school. <laughs> that was the dumbest yeah. thing I think well, yeah, I ever that, heard. That, that, that you thing is a dumb gimmick, and that's why I don't want it. But now, in fairness to WWE, NXT is their like, training ground. So these are not quite ready for primetime players. All right. Moving on. It's like arena league football. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, all right, Mike, back to you, sir. Biggest the person the weirdest ever. transition ever. Hey, let's just talk about wrestling and then bring it back to the comedy. Can we edit that? Hey, no, 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 that, no, no. I like great, the wrestling, but go ahead. We'll go ahead. We'll have some more it, questions. It's a great, great transition because wrestling, you have to get the audience involved, just like stand up comedy. Yeah, that's true. I fucking accept your apology okay. for the poor segue. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go because ahead. it was fucking well done. So, anyway. Yeah, no one's seen that coming. Biggest, <laughs> biggest person you've opened for uh i've so i opened up for ralphie may a few years later at the uh, temple theater and you, that, said, and you said you got you, you know you got me head that one night brother thanks yeah yeah so um and i t- so i talked to ralphie after i started doing comedy and he gave me a bunch of good advice and he was like telling me all these things to do and what not to do and then i got to open up for him and that was like one of the that was one of the sickest uh yeah you know you know because i got to open up for the guy that pretty much was like my hero. Cause he was so nice to me. And, uh, you know, you know, right. And he was a great comic. And so I've opened up for Ralphie may. And then, uh, I did a show. Uh, he, you don't really say you open up for him, but I did a show with, uh, Damon Wayans. Um, and where I was like the, like the first, like this is when I first started doing comedy. I was probably like three or four years in. And I was working at this haha comedy club. And the guy was like, Hey, if you DJ, I'll let you on. The next show. So I was on the next show and they made me DJ again and open up the 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 show cold. I went I was the first comic, nobody in front of me, opened up the show, gave it up to the host, had a great set, like I just did five minutes, and then Damon Wayne's ended up closing that. Then uh I did a show another show at the haha where Joey Diaz was on it. But it's not like opening up. I'm just like sharing the stages with these people. And then right. I've opened up for Dave Landau, I'm not sure if you know who that mm-hmm. is, but um, I mean he's he's blowing up right now. Uh, actually, I did a show with um Molly Kearney, who's on Saturday Saturday Night Live, and I'm trying to think of what else. I mean, I've, I'm pretty much every comic in Michigan I opened up for before I started headlining. So I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure if you guys know anybody, any comics like Rob Little. He's from Pinconning. Uh, you know, Norm Stoltz. Actually, Rob Little, I think I've heard of. I don't know if I've seen. I haven't gone to too many. I went to a show. I went to a show at Crooked Creek one one night with with Shelly, and yeah, I, I maybe that's who was there. I can't remember. Yeah, Rob's from Pinconning, and he's won like a uh, Maxim Magazine Comedian of the Year. And I, don't, gotcha. I pretty much open up for everybody in Michigan. I mean, there's there's no doubt about that. All right, now so how can I look? Because we're gonna get you at least. Ones and ones of subs. Oh hell yeah! For being on this pod, yeah. Check so out my how, Instagram. Yeah, what? Well, it's uh, at I am Mike Ball. 
And if you want to find any of my comedy, just Google Mike Ball comedy. I'll pop right up. You'll see all my clips. I got a bunch of clips. So many. And now yeah. I'm unlike you with slice football and anything else. I've actually watched some of your stuff, and you do have a lot of audience participation. Yeah, I do a ton of crowd work, uh, and I do like improv guitar. So that's like that's my act. I'll go up there and ask people, you know, how they met and all that right. kind of stuff. And all right, so now when you start, have you ever had a situation where like you're you know you're ribbing on me or you're ribbing on Dave or you're ribbing on Joe Schmo? And all of a sudden, you can see like, okay, this this could turn ugly. How do you correct that, or do you just say fuck it? If they come on stage and kill me, they come on stage and kill me, or do you just what, what is what is your cue to say, okay, yeah, okay, I'm gonna try to switch gears here and go another direction. I think uh, for the most part, you're not trying to piss people off. That's not what your job is. You're trying to give somebody a good night of comedy for their for the money but sometimes it happens where somebody's drunk and they don't know where they're at and they're acting a fool and they're really disrupting the show and well that's to... me but i've never been to one of your shows yeah and you'd be fine you like you you have a good sunny disposition about yourself and some people just don't know they're ruining the show and i've had uh i've had probably two people that were really mad at me and my well probably more than that but two that were really mad one was at Legends, which I'm not sure if you guys know where oh, that place is. And, yep. and I was just like a couple years in. I'm headlining this show at Legends, which is like uh, this, you know, hole in the wall bar in Saginaw. And it was cool because I was headlining it. But there was this lady who would not be quiet. And she was just interrupting everybody. And I'm roasting her the whole time. Everybody's having a good time. We're roasting her. And then, uh, and then she tried to grab my mic. And I'm like, hey, you can't, you can't grab the mic. That's, that's off limits. You know what I mean? And I look at this guy and I'm like, oh, you're the one that brought her. And he got so mad <laughs> and he rushed up to the stage to like, come like tackle me. And I kind of stiff armed him. And then luckily there was security there. They just dragged him out in the parking lot. I think they beat him up on the parking <laughs> lot. So, I mean, that was like the, the, the brushing where somebody actually ran up on me. And then the other time I pissed this guy off, we were doing a show at Hills which is right down the road. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And this guy was ginormous. He was the biggest guy ever. And he was like dressed in a flannel. And I just, uh, I was just like roasting him because he was talking during everybody's set. And I stepped, started calling him Farmer Jack because he's just like, like a big farmer. I'm like, oh, you make all the produce, don't you? And he's just, and he's getting mad. He's like, you got no jokes. You got no jokes. He's like yelling at me. And I'm like, you don't get it. You're the joke. And the whole audience is just, they're loving me because this guy's been ruining the show the whole time. But this guy's a gladiator. He's like humongous. And he's like, oh, I'm going to get you. He's like, you don't even know my dad served in World War II. And I'm like, what does that to do with anything? And he's like trying to, he like gets up, but luckily, his his buddy that's with him, who's also another huge ass dude, uh, we worked out a potential energy together. So he's like, "No, just sit down, don't beat him up." And luckily, I just had somebody who knew, like knew me, and was like, "Hey, man, like you ruined the show." But for the most part, that that doesn't happen. We have good right. shows, and we, uh, you know, everybody has a good time. And I try to, and that's my my thing is try to give somebody as much value for their money as possible. Like have a great show. They go out, you know, they spent their money. They're spending their Friday or Saturday with you on, after a long work week. So I want them to have a great time. Yeah. No, I was a little, like Mike was saying, I was a little nervous, like how upset the the one clip where you were talking about the one woman. 
it was a small town. I don't know where it was at. And, you know, like, well, what do you guys do? And they're like, fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's all you do is, how many kids do you have? Six. You're like, holy shit, did you populate this city or yeah, what's going yeah. on? And then you compared, you know, the, you, the, compared the, the, you compared her to Oprah handing out t-shirts at a, you know, and you stuck your legs out like this, like, here's a baby for you, pew, baby for you, pew. And I'm like, holy the, shit, the, are they getting pissed off? No, like, they're loving it. Like, I mean, like, that's the thing too, is you're not, like, if you, like, they come, a lot of the people come to the show have seen me before, so they know what they're getting into. They're like, all right, this is, this is going to be his act. He's going to ask me questions. And these people want, they were like, they said, ask me how many kids I have. And they're eating it up. They're lo- they're loving it because it's about them. And that's a that's the one thing I learned about comedy is like you can go up there and talk about themselves, but most people are really interested in themselves. So if you get them Amen, talking, brother, if you get them talking about themselves, they love it. They're like, I am part of the show. Oh man, he made fun of me. It was great. And if it's not mean, you know, like because nothing I say is like I'm never trying to put anybody down. I'm just trying to make light of whatever the situation of however right. they met was. And yeah, that lady, I mean, that lady was like, she can't, she came to tell that story. She wanted, she's like, ask me, you know, like I was, she was. So like if Shayna Baszler's in the audience, you're not just going to look at her and go, you're the ugliest bitch I've ever seen in my life. I would never. According to the one guy in Flight Full or anything else. (laughs) See, I would never do that unless she was sitting there and she was disrupting the show. And she was, maybe she was uh, talking loudly to a, like a friend. And I still wouldn't say that she was the ugliest person. I don't like, I don't. You, you of, I don't make fun of people for being you big or, or uh, ugly. You know what I mean? That's not what I make fun oh, of. Oh, she's ugly, though. Yeah, she's ugly, though. I mean, yeah. she makes a lot more money than me, and she's on national television, so she, she's got that going for her. Yeah. So. And she can kick all three of our asses probably at the I same time. So. You don't she, think yeah, so? No, no. All right. No. You're hoping that Ray kicks your ass, dude. You're the way to Rhea Ripley. Ripley. Yeah, Rhea Ripley. <laughs> yeah, I'm just submitting to Rhea Ripley. Just like down she's going to snap into you like a Slim Jim, dude. That's what's up. Um. All right. So, uh, yeah. Upcoming shows. Um, I'm in Jackson. I don't know when this is gonna come out. I'm in Jackson tomorrow. Tomorrow morning. Marine City sold out. Um, let me see. I got a ton. Just check out my website, mikeball.com.com. I'm all over Michigan, and uh, I got. I'm headlining Kenosha Comedy Club September 1st and 2nd. And besides that, I mean, just check out the dates. www.mikeballdotcom.com. No, on, on all those concerts that, because you showed me the screenshot be, while Dave was editing the first segment, are you, are you the headliner of all those acts, or are you? Yeah, I'm headlining all these shows. Let me see. I got like 50 dates coming up. Um, let's see. I mean, I'm in Marine City, Traverse City, Bay City, Cadillac, Jackson, Alpena. I'm doing the Michigan International Speedway on Thursday oh. before the races on oh. the infield, so come see me on that one. Traverse City, Saginaw. You gotta get, you gotta update your redneck stuff there. Oh, I, I can do it. Lansing. I'm, <laughs> I'm I grew up around here. I'm, I lived in Hemlock, Jackson, Michigan, Kenosha, Traverse City, Shelby Township, Billings, Montana, Cody, Wyoming, Cass City, Essexville, Yonkers, New York, Saratoga, New York, Richmond. Chesting, Source Creek, Pigeon, Gwen, Gaylord, Gladwin, Carrow, Ithaca, Port Huron, Dundee, Ascota, Midland. Where in the fuck is there a comedy show in Carrow? Oh, I, at the Brentwood. Where's the Brentwood? Uh, it's the bowling alley there. They got a nice little banquet room back there. And that's my that's my key is that I will produce a show anywhere. I've done VFWs, bowling alleys, uh, you know, the, anything from theaters. I mean, I did a show the where. Did, I just did a show the other day. It was in a uh, in a retro game store in 
Hancock, Michigan. It was literally oh. at the second floor of a one of used my video game. One of my best but, friends probably going to go see the, go up and see you there next time he's there because he's a Hancock guy. And you got a Hancock yeah. guy? Oh, they're that's for you, Grandpa Blackhawk. There you go. Hey, Grandpa Blackhawk. <laughs> Blackhawk, come on out. Then like uh, but yeah, ton of dates. Check them out. Hopefully, uh, I'll see you there. And I'll I'll be. I did uh, Crooked Creek not too long yeah, ago yeah. in May. Yep. And uh, but yeah, whatever. Come see me, guys. I don't think anybody from Crooked Creek listens to our podcast. So Crooked Crooked Creek could be so much more if it was managed differently. I am all. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, um, you might know uh, what IMO means. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Right. No, I get, I get enough texts from you. I know what IMO <laughs> means. Uh, but like Tim LeBrake. Tim, I don't. I can't remember if you. I can't remember if you were the ones that went to go see. Uh, went to go see Mike or not? But you know, Tim would be one that would go to the. That would go to Crooked Creek to yeah. see something like that for sure. All right. Yeah. All right, you're up first, Dave. You rate. I said what I said by Evil Genius. All right, so. Evil genius. Let's see. Uh, as a sour goes, whoa, 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 whoa! I wrote down the wrong number first, and I don't know. I'm just feeling, just feeling good about tonight's show. Maybe that you know part of that is kind of rubbing off on my ratings, but you know it's like to rub off. <laughs> oh, there we go. I was going for the button. Three point eight five. All right. And I thought the same of the sour as I thought the same of the honey's honeys. It was serviceable, and I'm going a second straight 3.33. Wow. Two completely different beers, but fell into the spectrum of where I figured they would. All right, so a third of the check-ins on on tap for Evil Genius versus Oliphant Brewing. 2,000 check-ins. And once again, right between you and I, Dave, 3.73. All right, Dave, third tasting, yet another of the Evil Genius Variety Pack. Two tonight, one, I think it was episode 182, give or take, and the fourth selection of that tasting was Stacy's Mom. We didn't do rate that because we rated that earlier. And Stacy's mom tastes the best. <laughs> She's got that, it going yeah, on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, um, and I've liked every everything we've tasted. I've liked the three or higher. And the fourth of the bunch, there's no crying in baseball. A hazy mango IPA, 6% ABV, 42 IBVs, IBVs, IBUs. The first of the three, and only of the three with any IBU ratings. And let's see how my vision does. A hazy IPA with natural mango flavor and a wicked curveball. And there's a bunch of small print that I'm not even going to try to read, but Dave gave me his cheaters. And just like that, I can see. Hazy and refreshing. (laughs) This beer knocks it out of the park with a hefty dose of dry hops. And natural mango flavor, you could say it's in a league of its own. Boy, my fucking vision is terrible. You okay drinking it? That's what you got to look forward to, Mike, when you get older. 
Yeah. Hey, you okay drinking a Tom Hanks beer? Yes. Okay. I, I remember four yeah, episodes ago, I yes. came clean on you my did. Tom Hanks. That's right. What happened with Tom Hanks? I thought I hated Tom Hanks. But, the, but it, it turned out it was a different guy? No, as it turned out, I was like, I like a lot of this movie. I just fucking hate Forrest Gump with a passion. Oh, wow. It's a horrible movie. It's a horrible concept. It's dumb. Anybody who runs that fast for the University of Alabama is going pro, not just fucking running off into nowhere. And I hated the concept, and I'm just... And I took it against Tom himself. And all Tom was doing was acting. Yeah. So I I, I admitted my faults. That's step one. <laughs> oh, there's there's some traditional IPA. Ooh, there's a lot going on right there. There's some serious mango in this. Cheers. Jesus. Yes, there is. So, Mike, when you were drinking, what was your poison? Beer, oh, liquor? Man. Well, I like tequila a lot. Yeah, tequila solid. I like tequila solid a lot. play. I, one, my favorite, my favorite thing to do would be is go out to like a, a nice like chain of bars, like a bar district, and uh, go get like a blue moon and then a shot of tequila. And then go to the next one, and then get another blue moon, <laughs> shot of tequila, and then go until you're about like four bars in, and the last bar is like a dance bar. So you're just like, oh, I'm just drunk, ready to go. You're just like primed to do some dance moves. That's a solid evening. Yeah, yeah, that's what I used to do back in the day. I used to be kind of a madman. That's why they had to stop me. They had to take me off the take me off the uh, the lineup. You know. All right, well, hey, I respect that play. I like it. Yeah. This is. Uh... This might, this has got an interesting little twist to it. Yeah, I wish, I. my only regret is I wish it was like an eight percenter mm. for more of a kick to the teeth. Probably, yeah. Six percent. Six is okay. A, six uh, is Technically, you're in. I'm just looking to get knocked the fuck out right now. <laughs> so just yeah, grip it and rip it and knock my teeth out. <laughs> well, I yeah, what else? Right. Yeah, we're, yeah. Okay, so we got a new thing we're going to try here. Opinion or pass. I think we're going to record that. We're yeah. going to put that on one of the buttons. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll have to do, yeah. So when we're done here, have him do that. I will. You Unless can just you take that one it. right there. Yeah. I mean, you cut that right out. Opinion or oh, yeah. pass. You could probably cut and paste that. You can cut that out. Yeah, well, it takes two seconds on the, on the console here. Oh, cool. But we'll do it later. So... This is going to be a little segment called Mike's Opinion or Pass. We're going to go through stuff in the news. And if he's got an opinion about it, he's going to share his opinion. Either Mike at this point, because we have two Mics. And Actually, we have four. Oh, yeah. There it is. We're a little late on the rim shot. But Mike likes... Mike likes working. You and I always forget to do it. Mike's on top. I got of the, the soundboard. Mike like, where's the button? Where's the button? I like it. All right, so uh, if it's something that you don't want to deal with or it's stupid or whatever, just pass. Right? I'm probably never going to pass, Dave. I always have an opinion on something. Even That's if it true. makes me sound stupid. That's anyway, true. All right, here we go. Drip it and rip it, as John Daly would say. <laughs> Deion Sanders' possible foot amputation. As a hypochondriac, it, because there's like blood clot issues, and as a hypochondriac, scares the shit out of me. And hope prime time's all right. You know, the arguably the greatest two-way athlete of all time to lo- lose a foot because, or yeah, scares the shit out of me. All right. Mike, you got anything? 
So he has blood clots in his leg? That, that he, Issues with, I think that's what's leading to the possible amputation because he's had numerous blood clots in his leg, and this is a world fucking class athlete. So what does that say for fucking schmucks like us? Uh, As a world-class athlete, the best two-sport player ever is going to get his foot fucking cut off. I might as well jump off a fucking building. That's great. How do you even get... I wouldn't associate with that. How does that okay. happen? That's it, terrible. Amen, bro. Especially you got millions of dollars. You got to get those clots out of there. All right, next. The, the Titan from Ocean's Gate. The Ocean's Gate Titan submarine that took those five passengers. Now, I, of course, you know, solemn moment. Hats off. Uh, a brief moment of silence for the five passengers. Possibly. Allegedly. No, did you see the news? Oh, they, they're dead? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, okay. Sorry. Moment of silence, whatever. <laughs> but that the, is... The nicest the, moment of silence I've ever heard. Whatever. But that, that, is, that is the... Um, Oh, they probably they had to have signed their life away, knowing that hey, you're going and two exactly, miles. That is one of the that is like we've said on we're on one episode 184 of this pod. I don't wish death on anybody, Dave and Mike, but there's certain things like when like when you got somebody scaling a skyscraper with no apparatuses falls to his death. It's like, well, really, what did you expect, stupid? What's the what's the guy that got stung by the um, moray eel? Or oh, the mana, the mana ray. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what was his shit. name? Not it wasn't a kangaroo. Not no. <laughs> Come on, man. man. Not cactus Jack. What is the guy? <laughs> now, now you got me. Steve Irwin. Yeah, you yeah. got. It. You know what? You fuck with that. That's those aren't fucking Labrador retrievers or Siamese kittens. Yeah, and yeah. shit happens. So you, you you're gonna fucking take a submarine down. That's I'm gonna say is not like sanctioned by like you know the Nazi submarines of World War Two. Probably or hard to get a Nazi sanction these days. Fair enough. But you're gonna take a submarine down to look at the fucking Titanic. Caveat emptor. Latin for let the buyer beware, buddy. You know, rest in peace. But you made your bed, live in it, or die in it, as it were, because yeah. it's just, it's kooky talk. You're going to take a fucking submarine and two and a half oh, miles and, under and the. And let's say you successfully achieved this fucking quest. Yeah. And you see the Titanic. Right. Okay, finish that story for me. You take a picture down there and you yeah. post on your Instagram. Yeah, it's like, yeah. and everybody like, this guy's the IDGAF, hashtag IDGAF. It's like, come on. All right, next, let's go. I would have liked to have passed on that, but you said they died, and it's like, well, they had it coming. It was like one, it's just one of those things that, you know, you got, you got, it was a a bunch of billionaires. So it's like, they've already done everything else. You know what I mean? They've already, they already traveled to Epstein Island. That's where they're going next. (laughs) You know, that's, I mean, they've already seen everything in the world. They're, they're like, what else is there to do? That's what happens when you, when you have so much money that right. you don't know what to do with it, you're like, and then you just so then die then. That, and, you know, you know and, some people wish they have everything in the world, but you know, just three regular guys down here. You know, you're just drinking a beer. You guys are living your life. You're not in the bottom of the ocean. You're living a good life, and maybe that's what the message of that is: is just be grateful for what you have and don't do crazy shit. Just kind of enjoy. It. You don't have to do crazy shit, but I don't know. I feel like if you do it all, you might as well do a little bit of crazy shit. You know, like well, do crazy shit, but not to fucking kill you. Yeah, I mean, but like. 
what, like what else is he gonna do? You know, I mean, he's coke have... off a hooker's tits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, that that's crazy. But, enough, a, right? but they already did that. You know, what I mean, how many <laughs> well, how okay. many titties are <laughs> gonna snort off of? You know, what I mean, they've done all the titties. They've literally banged the finest girls in the world. They got billions of dollars. And you know, like, what else is there to do? They're like, what? You're gonna get a tin can and go to the bottom of the fucking ocean? I mean, that's the only thing left. They. That, all right. I mean, well, after a because, while, because because one of them had already been into space on the Blue Origin on the on the phallic one. All right. Well, yeah. fair enough. I just yeah. I when you do, I guess my take on the. I mean, and I know the the subject of this segment is supposed to be like quick, rapid fire response, but this with them dying leads to more discussion, and it's like. If 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 you're gonna go over the top like that, you got to reap the consequences. You know, sit in the slow lane and sightsee, or do insane shit. But you know, yeah, yeah if you want to, if you're gonna try to fuck a hippo, that hippo more likely is gonna rip your fucking head off and kill you. But hey, it's like hey, whatever. But if that's your goal, then. I can't really feel any sympathy for it. It's like, dude, what did you expect was going to happen when that when you went out on that in, no. in cold hearted Mike? There's two <laughs> things about him. He doesn't like Forrest Gump and he doesn't care if he died in the bottom of the ocean if he went down there. All right. So this is a this one's a trifecta. Okay. Yes. Opinion or pass. Now there was a uh, Pittsburgh Pirate Pirates, um, they got a charter bus. To get them from Chicago to Milwaukee, because it's kind of dumb to fly. And the bus driver, uh, they had a police escort, and the police that was escorting the bus is like, shit, what the hell's going on with this bus? So he got up and pulled the bus over. Fucking driver was drunk. So he gave the, the driver a DUI. And there was a Delta pilot that got arrested in the cockpit in Scotland for basically the same thing. And then we just heard uh, West Virginia coach um, Huggins, first name, Bob, Bob, Bob Huggins uh, just resigned because he got his second DUI, but it was also six weeks after he made a pretty uh, egregious uh, slur on a radio program. And obviously the West Virginia board and the athletic department said, yeah, we're done with you. Pass. Pass. Yeah. All right, I'll I'll hold this one. Those all sound like better ways to get a DUI than how I got it. Listen to Ted Nugent stranglehold in the parking lot. So I'll tell you that at least they went out there swinging with the with driving a bus. Now, how do you get back. how do you get a DUI fucking in a parking lot? In a, you got me in a stranglehold, baby. Oh yeah, Ted Nugent had me going. I seen it. So this is seven years ago. This is why I'm sober because I, I got to keep my license and I haven't drank since. But uh, I was doing a show. You know you can get somebody to drive for you, right? Yeah, you can do. I mean, you can do that, but it's like, for, for me, my personality is all or nothing. I'm with you. Yeah, I go I'm, all, I'm in on I you go that hard. Yeah. That's the only oh, yeah. way I do it. And, yeah, I'm like, I'm like and your I'm girl Rhea or whatever. I go hard, dude. <laughs> I'm surprised. I bring the right in the freaking. You, know, you know, I do a live stream on Sunday nights with my buddy KBZ, and my youngest son drops. I drive there, and my youngest son picks me up. For the reason you're explaining. Well, that's good. I mean, that's great. I mean, me, my thing is doing comedy. Everybody wants to get you drunk anyway, so it's a, it's a, it's almost like a competitive advantage too. If I'm sober, I'm a, like I'm keeping it straight with the audience. 
Everybody else is drunk. I'm I'm playing. I'm playing the numbers. I'm gonna be a little bit sharper. That, you know what Ralphie May said. You're, so you're talking. You're looking. You're yeah. looking. <laughs> Ralphie. You're, May. you're looking deep. You're looking step ahead. She's drunk. Ralphie May said this. Yeah. I'm scoring here. Ralphie May said, "Don't fuck the wait staff." That's what Ralphie May said. No, but, but he never said. Did Ralphie <laughs> May never said, "Don't fuck the audience" or get a head job or a hummer from the audience? Oh right? yeah, I don't think. Yeah, Ralphie May was. Yeah, that's part of the. That's part of the game. You know. <laughs> You, you got to enjoy your your uh, your situation that you got, but uh, anyways, I mean, I think that's a good way to go out if you're a bus driver. I guess I mean it's a good story to tell. All right, next one: millennials and their music. They got to have it on the shitter, in the shower, all the time while they're sleeping. Are these your kids or what? All the kids. I just see it. I, I the kids. We, we've gone to um, in the schools. Like most schools now are going back to. No earbuds, no phones, in your lockers at all times except for lunch. I didn't know you could do that. You can't get it. You can't get someone's attention. Hey, you. Hey, hey, you. Hey. They're all hey. living in the Matrix. Something. All the kids are in the Matrix playing I don't Roblox. Know. I just, you know, and my own, true, my own kids, though. I'll go, you know, it'll be 11 o'clock at night. I'm in bed. You know, I'm half asleep. You can hear Miley Cyrus. Oh yeah, I can hear the music from the bathroom because kid, my kid comes home, you know, from a ball game. He's taking a shower, and the music's, you know, the bass has got the hinges on my door. No, I'm just, I don't know about the bass, but <laughs> yeah, this is this is Mr. Da- this is Dave, Mr. Dawson coming out right here. Turn that music down. <laughs> we don't want none of that shit. This ain't the. So is that a pass? I'm on Team Kid on that. I, I love listening to music. I fucking have. I'll listen to music, podcast, this, that, or the other thing, anytime, anytime, anywhere. anywhere. Yeah, okay. so I'm on Team Kid on that. All right. Uh, John Morant's 25 game suspension. Uh, if John Morant wasn't the superstar that he is, although personally, as we've discussed on this pod three, five, six episodes ago, he broke NBA violations and it's the nba's code of conduct they do what they see fit whatever whatever he's under that if it wasn't john morant it would be a whole fucking season but he's such a fucking talent such a draw to the kids it's like we can't keep him out the whole year any other tom dick or harry that's a fucking one-year suspension who's that the guy with the gun yeah yeah that's kind of like the same thing as the um the guy in the submarine, you know, you fucked around, you found <laughs> out. But luckily, he didn't get his whole career taken away from him. He just got a right. Know, just but a thing. but like I say, if he if he was Dave, you or me, the eleventh guy on the he would have made it into college for basketball. <laughs> well, yeah. Let's just say we had some some basketball talent. But it, you know, if we're the eleventh man in the NBA, he's gone. He's yeah. he's yeah. done for the year or lifetime. But because he's a world class talent. He got the, I mean, that because 25 games for first offense. Okay, you see it? Yeah. This is a second offense for the same fucking offense. Right. <laughs> right. And again, I find no problem with it. It's like, yeah. hey, this is generation 2023, and yeah. he's just fucking showing a gun, whatever. But that's the NBA's code of conduct. Yeah. If he's not the fucking superstar he is, right. there's no way he gets yeah. away with just And there were some people games. calling, you know, crying foul. Oh my god, that's egregious. But then I an article came out and I can't remember if it was ESPN or another another organization. But um, you know, he's probably tenth 
10th to 12th on longest suspensions. You know, the malice in the palace, all those guys got, I mean, they, all those guys are way up there as far as suspensions. But, um, I mean, they, I mean, the NBA has a, they have a brand and they don't want their brand tarnished with people, you know, waving guns around. I mean, a lot of kids would look up to this, to these people. And as much as, as much as they don't want to be the, you know, uh, a poster boy for the NBA or whatever, it's like, you have a responsibility. It's a, it's unfortunate, but it just comes with the job. You know, if you want to make that kind of money and you want to be on that kind of scale, I mean, you got to represent your your corporation, you know, well, oh, you abso- can't do it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I'm, I'm not saying he should have been punished. I'm just saying it yeah, would have yeah. been more severe. Agreed. I mean, fuck, he lost at least $50 million in sponsorships, Holy minimum. Fine. You know, so yeah. Anyway. Next one. Tom Watson weighs in on the PGA and Live merger. Pass. Uh, Jordan, Michael Jordan to sell majority stake in the Hornets for 3 billion, 3 billion. He bought it in 2010 for 250 million. That's why he'll always be the goat, the <laughs> goat on the court, the goat in the court, yeah. the goat off the court and the goat of making money. What an investment MJ. You're the goat. I agree. I'm with that. All right. Now, next one. There is a special guest, Sports Illustrated swimsuit model for 2023. Do you have an opinion? Do you know who it is? It, well, it better be fucking Rhea Ripley. <laughs> it's not. If it's Dylan Did you Moore, look? You no. didn't do your homework? Oh, I, I who didn't, is it? No, I didn't see that far down. Martha Stewart. Oh, hell yeah, it, dude. <laughs> Martha Stewart. She's still cooking. Martha Stewart. Cleavage and all. As long as she's it's fine, halfway. As long as, as, long as, as, long as Snoop's <laughs> dropping eleven in her mouth, that's what? the only way I'm watching that swimsuit condition. That's fucking terrible. It's Martha Stewart. They could have went Rhea Ripley. The V, the V in that swimsuit is halfway down to her belly button. Mm. <laughs> Snoop better be dropping. Okay, <laughs> I don't think she looks all that bad. <laughs> all right, and last but not least. More Aaron Rodgers drama, is it? I I never read. Are you talking about about the Patriots or whatever? Because I never even clicked that article. Because nah, like, you know he what? He fucking signed with the I Jets. Th- what drama could there possibly be? I thought be? there was. I thought it, it it was nothing. It was actually right. nothing. It was just happened to be in my notes, and I didn't take it out. It was a one day wonder kind of a thing. They were going through all the different quarterback stuff. Wrong one. No, oh. you got to. There we go. All right. All right. Mike, yeah, you can participate. This is our Stump Dave segment. I'm doing the top 100 rock and roll songs of the 1980s. And I read Dave the lyrics. If he needs me to, I fucking sing them to him. And I'm, I, I'm uncanny. He's less than stellar, so feel free to help along. <laughs> All right. Ready, Dave? Wait a minute. Okay. <sighs> Let's crack my back. There we go. <clears throat> go. It's hard to think about what you wanted. It's hard to think about what you've lost. This doesn't have to be the big get even. This doesn't have to be anything at all. There's no way I'm getting this. I have no. Oh, I... you 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 know the song. 
and when I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna belt it out. I think in a little bit. I I think I can do fairly well on it. You have another verse or no? <sighs> let, me, let me see if I can go off. You gotta memory. do it from memory. Yeah, let me see if I can go. Well, off with his memory, it's probably gonna work. That's why we don't do a stump mic because it wouldn't. We wouldn't stump him that often. He's a trivia man. Mm. He's thinking. How about I sing this for you? Then all I'll, right. I'll go to the all right. All right. It doesn't have to be the big get even. Oh, that's a different verse. I actually went into a different <laughs> verse. All right, here we go. It's hard to think about what you wanted. It's hard to think about what you lost. This doesn't have to be the big get even. This doesn't have to mean anything at all. It's a male and a female duet. Two separate entities together on this song. Holy shit. I got I mean, usually I get you, you know, and and the listeners know, like I'll sing along to some of the lyrics and I've got it pretty close. I've got nothing. Like zero zip. Me either. Well. All right, let me see. Let me pull them up. Let me uh, let me sing another. Let me sing the chorus. So, but you at least have an excuse because you were born in '88. I was a toddler when this song was uh, out. Yeah, it's, it was, yeah. You probably weren't even born when the song was out. So, so all right. So here we'll talk amongst yourself. All right. All right. So anyway. <laughs> Wow. No, Mike, if you had earbuds and you hear this, it's the fuck you segment of the night. So we went. We, yeah, so, so we're good. I'm going to get back to the stump day, but we're going to go to fuck you because let's see if Mike has anything he wants to get off his chest that is a fucking banger of a, you know, what's bothering you that you want to, that's happened in the last two days, seven days, month. That you want to just say fuck you to this while yeah. I look up this verse. I got one. I gotta fuck you. I gotta right, fuck. Bring you. It. Bring I gotta it. fuck you to everybody out there that just complains about everything and all you do is bitch and complain and sit there in your fucking computers and write all your stupid opinions and you actually never do anything about them. You don't make the world a better place. You don't pick up no trash on the side of the road. You don't help the homeless. You don't do any kind of charity work. All you do is complain. You can fuck off. Fair enough. Dan, what do you got? Hey, man. Uh, nothing. I, I'm trying to come up with something, but to be honest with you, I'm, you're just I'm living than, the perfect life. Brother. I'm better than most, not as good as some. All right. I'm going to give you, I, I had four fucking written down. Four? I, yeah, I can't remember all of them, so I'm just going to give you my number one. Well, my, my secondary. What about the new yard waste fucking bag? Oh, Jesus. That would have been a good one. How you, did I you, ha you have that? a fucking trash receptacle that holds four bags of fucking trash, and you have a recyclable fucking container that I could recycle the fucking planet Earth in this <laughs> cocksucker. And there, I'm expected to wheel out both of these motherfuckers. And it's like, well, this one's full with four bags of trash and I can't get anything into it, but we don't want to have any of our employees touch a fucking thing because the world, 
work is just too hard. It's called work for a fucking reason. And I've got this recyclable thing that, like I said, I could shred <laughs> documents that Donald Trump would love to get rid of and still not come to the halfway point of this fucking recyclable fucking container. And it's like, well, okay, I'm going to recycle my case of Dasani in this fucking gigantic, massive <laughs> tube. And it's like, okay, well, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So yeah. I but, will, I will yeah. go on top yeah. of that. Now that you've, I can't believe I forgot that, but I was helping my parents out this week, you know, and my dad, I think my dad, you know, in his 20s to 30s was probably a solid 5'5" ish. Do you know what I mean? He's, he's not a tall guy, but now that he's 77 years old, right? My mom's right. 80 and they got these two trash cans that both of them can fit in, by the way, probably I'm assuming not, you know, I don't know why they would jump in one of these things, but sounds like you have an alternative motor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, and I, I started, he would put his other stuff, his recycling, the blue bins, right? He would put them in the back of his truck and the trash and stuff and drive them down to the end of his road. Cause he lives, uh, all the people in his neighborhood and Glen Karen have to put their trash down at the end of the road, you know, cause the garbage truck can't come down their little Avenue Boulevard thingy. And I said, well, how the hell you get those things down there? He says, well, you know, I, I can't put that fucking thing in the back of my truck i can't lift it and so then i got really pissed i'm like think of all the seniors that you're asking i'm how how heavy do you think each one of those things weighs with nothing in them 50 50 well, yeah I 50 mean, 60 I, pounds i mean they're on they're, they're yeah, on, they're on wheels, wheels. I, I didn't even think that way because you know of the massively incredibly awesome physique that i have i didn't even think of that <laughs> yeah no yeah. i'm pissed he's got to go yeah. he's got to go over probably 100 meters track coach i got to think in terms of meters but he's got to do it like a you know the length of a 100 meter dash with well, this goddamn I'm, thing full of garbage and there i'm like but on the plus side probably, he could probably do the recycle bin once every millennial that's true, but once it gets full, though, I'm, I'm thinking well, he yeah, doesn't then, want to. Yeah, then me and you, me and you, will have to go drag it out. That's for what I'm him, saying. But, but at least it, it'll be a hundred years from now. But anyway, well, that's what he said. He yeah, was like, "God so, yeah, damn, I'm, I'm, because they can request the smaller ones. I don't. Well, I don't yeah, but they know what cost the money though. You, you can get extra ones, and they cost money. It's like, well, I'm not paying a hundred and fucking twenty five dollars for fucking trash that I used to just throw on the ground. <laughs> it's like, but nobody wants to fucking work. Get out of the fucking truck and put it in there. You and I'm not disparaging trash men. I mean, hey, like Judge Schmell said, the world needs ditch diggers too. I say, pay your trash men more money than anybody on the face of the planet. And they would say, amen. Right. right. It's like, hey, you got to, if you want somebody to pick up your shit, pay him fucking money to pick up your shit. I agree. I mean, you got to pay, you got to pay the guy. Yeah. Right. But that's a, that's a great fuck you. Right. But anyway, my real fuck you is, oh, fuck. I love Mr. Don't, 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 don't go there, Mike. Don't go there, Mike. Cause we got to get back to the lyrics of the song. Oh, as of July 1st. It is against the fucking law to even look at your phone, even at a stop sign. And okay, I get it. People text and drive, drive off the side of the road, 
hit a tr- bus full of nuns and kill 40 fucking people. I get it. That's tragic. I get it. I'm not making fun of that. You got to stop that senseless death. I get it. My point is, penalize the fucking outcome of the event, not me sitting at a stop sign or a railroad crossing. You know, the rail, you know, the rail, the rail arms come down, you're stopped. And how are they going to enforce that? Well, like, you know they, what I mean? Like, but what if, are they they see, if they see you on your phone, even at a stop, it's a ticket. But how are $200 they gonna, fine. Well, how are they going to enforce that anyways? If they're saying, hey, what's the evidence? Oh, I seen them. Like, well, I wasn't on my phone. I was looking at, you know, whatever. I mean, like, how do you even put that in the court of law? Well, that that that's a good argument. I don't know about that. But it's just like, okay, my point is, if you prove that I fucking killed somebody while I was on my phone, Fucking penalty is the death penalty. Dang. Whatever. Put put that penalty on there, but don't say, okay, there's a 44,000 44, train car train going, and I'm going to play a little words with friends as I'm sitting there. Because when are they gonna st- where are they going to draw the line? So you can't rip one off, throw it in the dirt as you're driving? Come on. So it's just jerking off when you're driving. (laughs) Well, hey, who does? That's why he's like, I don't want. Hey, man, I can't watch Rhea Ripley or whatever her name is while I'm freaking driving. And then you know, so yeah, and you mentioned. I don't know if we were on air or not. You mentioned OnlyFans, the one that you on your Instagram they had the oh yeah yeah the, the tit shot. Why does anybody pay for OnlyFans? When there's sites like Pornhub and shit like that, you can watch it for free. I'll tell you. I mean, the I I personally don't pay for anybody's OnlyFans, uh. But maybe just support them. Support them on their like. I mean, I think titties are the most underrated thing in the world. I mean, they bring so much joy to everybody just by More the of an ass man myself. Yeah, well, titties versus ass. We're not gonna get. Uh, we're not gonna get political. <laughs> That's you know? here. We're not gonna get political in here. But but here we but. Titties bring an ass and ass too. It brings joy to the world. And there's somebody sitting there going, Hey, this girl is gorgeous. And, you know, I'm probably not going to date her, but you know what? If I can put $10 in her pocket a month for showing me those tits that just bring me a little bit of joy every day, that's like being a comedian. Like, I bring people joy. These people put their tits out. They're just looking at them, just getting a nice smile for their day. You know, what do you. What if you're that trash guy, right? You got two guys fucking sitting in a basement bitching about you, and you're just like, oh, man, my fucking life. But then you see those nice titties, right? And it, for that moment, for that moment in time, you look at that phone, and you say, hey, God life's not so it. bad. You know what I mean? Here's $10. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm, but to be clear, I'm not bitching about the trash guy himself. <laughs> I'm just bitching about the receptacles. All right. Fair enough, though. Well played, my friend. Well played. Yeah, cool. Oh. Clip that and put it on your stuff. That, that's how that's how you sell this to get people to listen to it. Talk about the OnlyFans. And people be that's the only reason people go on my Instagram to try to see that girl's tits. Baby, you'll come knocking on my front door. Same old line they used to use before. Well, yeah, okay, I know that. I know that verse. I said, hey, yeah. Well, what am I supposed to do? So I don't know what I was getting into. You guys always had so you've only had nine guests in 184 episodes. Yes. 
So you guys just like sit down here and drink beer and serenade each other. That's what. Is that the episode? That's one segment. Yeah, that's okay. one segment of it. Right. Stump Dave because he has <laughs> yeah. to do that in order for me to try to. Yeah, I like it though. Because I, I, I know the lyrics to most of these. I've heard the songs. I just never thought it was really important to pay attention and to. Now he's going to say ACDC, and I'm saying no, it's not ACDC. Uh. It's not, oh, it's oh just, uh, the singer to Fleetwood Mac. Yes. Um, stop dragging my heart around. Boom. All right. Wow. I, I'm only going to give you partial point because you had to get my excellent singing. That's true. Involved. And then I had to go to the first verse because yeah. I had the first verse written down yep. to start. Yeah. And I'm like, this is too easy. And then so I went. Right. But that the verse I did give you was also a Stevie Nicks song. Who did she sing it with, though? To get you up to... Yeah, to get me up to a half a point. No, to two-thirds of a point. Who was it? Stop dragging my heart around. The the lead singer of Fleetwood Mac, by the way, is Stevie Stevie Nicks. Nicks. And... Uh... I don't think I'm gonna get it. Well, you should. So you're you're, should. you're you're tapped at a half a point, Tom Patty. Oh yeah. Mm. Yep. Right. Yep. I wasn't gonna get it, but yes, I remember that now. Tom Petty. Classic. Right. Mike, anything else you want to plug? Upcoming events? You're where's Milan at? Where, Milan? Malin. Where'd you say you were at? Oh, Next. I'm in Marine City on Saturday. M- Marine Jackson, City, same tomorrow. as <laughs> Yeah. Milan, <laughs> Italy, Marine City. Marine same City thing. is where. Uh, I think like north of Port Huron, maybe. Holy fuck! No, it's, it's, it's over this? on the. It's over when is this? That's on Saturday. That's sold out, so you can't even come to that. But uh, if you want to check out my dates, get them on Mike you Ball. You can't get D-O-T-O, fucking Mike C-O-M. and Dave. You can't get Mike and Dave in if we fucking come all the way to Marine City I, on Saturday. Come tomorrow in Jackson. I got tickets for that one. That's the one to come to. But why? I so, want the Marine City show. But you I want to get that fucking in. Yeah, I could if I want to. I guess. Yeah, oh, you yeah, don't yeah. want to. <laughs> All right. So anyway, come on, talk to us. Where are you at? Oh yeah, so Jackson, Jackson tomorrow. tomorrow. Jackson tomorrow, and then how soon does this come up? So I'm in tomorrow uh, morning. I'm in Saginaw. No, it's actually yeah, going to be actually up in like tonight. an hour. Oh yeah, it's coming to Jackson tomorrow. I got um, I got Saginaw at the at the marketplace August twelfth. With what is the marketplace? It's downtown. A, yeah, they got a whole like flea market okay. down there. Well, they they do a bunch of food and all that, but we're doing our show outside. It's a oh, so that like kind of like right by the. Like a little down the street from the temple. Yep, yep. Yeah, okay. Correct. And uh my boy Jason Allen from Canada is gonna be here. He's been on uh Just for Laughs and Jackass Comedy Tour. He's gonna be on the show with me and Big Juicy, who's like a Flint legend. She's like super I knew hilarious. Her. But yeah, you know about Big Juicy, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet you do. I bet you do. That's the only fans that you're on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So Alright. Yeah, check him out. And then check In out my the mer- Instagram. I am Mike Ball. I am Mike Ball. YouTube. Instagram, and then is that the same as YouTube then? Yeah, all my handles are I am Mike Ball. TikTok, uh, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. So just whatever you want to be on. Gotcha. All right, so Marine City. Jackson tomorrow, and then Marine City sold out. So now what? why is the Marine City sold out? Sold. Why is that show sold out, but Jackson isn't yet? And I'm not being a smartass. I'm just like, how did... I don't even know where the fuck. I know where Jackson's at. I don't know where the fuck Marine City's at. So Jesus. how is the one so Marine City due east? And when you hit when you hit the lake, Lake Huron, you're in Marine City. 
Okay, but why is that sold out and the Jacksons not? They got a hot crowd out there. They've been it's been sold out for months. Like it's been I don't know. They're just people out there. They like me, I guess. And, and Jackson, we we'll probably sell it tomorrow. Jackson's about to be sold out. So, um, Jackson's crazy. It's like two different. Like Jackson, you get the craziest people ever. But but it's always a fun show. And Marine City's like kind of. It's a what north of Port Huron. That should be a really good show too. All the lineups are good. I mean, come out, check them out, check yeah. it out, guys. All right. Well, thanks for coming on and putting up with my. Uh, no, this is great. This is nice. Shenanigans. I'll come back for the for the two hundred twenty ninth episode. I'll be back. Right. Let me well, know. Let's do the two hundred <laughs> though. That's more memorable. Okay, I can do that. Let me know. All right, Dave. Well. I'm going to go 3.77, my favorite of the night. There's no crying in baseball by Evil Genius. I'm going to go 4.0 because it's the... Holy shit. I, I'm not... I, like fucking, I said... You I don't, like Lionel Rich and the Commodore say, you're easy. Easy like Sunday well, morning. Well, I can't, it's like I, can't, I can't make it less than Honey Honey's. And it's, I, this is great for, you know, you know, your hazies and your new England's are my favorite. Yes. So this is great. What's the highest rated beer you guys ever had? Uh, helmet breaker or Z's pet polar bears. I've been, or, or the, uh, the Kentucky barrel peppermint stout. I think we went four or five. I think four or five is high. We've never had a five, but we don't know what a five is. You can never put five on anything really even if it's that good like even if you're the funniest fucking comic in the world yeah please don't review my stuff it'll be like it was hilarious i peed my pants four stars but nobody would ever give you five star because there's then there's nowhere to go from there that's exactly what this guy i had this perfect rating i have this uh there's like this uh booking site that i'm on right and i book stuff and i have i have 35 star reviews and then one guy had a campground right and I had a, I got a standing ovation, and the guy gave me four out of five stars because he didn't like one of my openers. And I was like, "You son of a gun! You you messed up my whole perfect rating." And that's right. You're the reincarnation of him, Mike. <laughs> there we go. I ain't doing your campground, Mike. <laughs> All right, but anyway, Dave, as I look down the bottom of my glass, I can see I'm out of beer, and as the late great Stuart Scott would say. You ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck out of here. Stuart Scott really say that? Yeah. <laughs> that, that'll, that'll be perfect. That'll be perfect. <laughs> 